Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, their solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different, and we're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one. And we're interested in new ways to create peace within ourselves and with others. Ascension means different things to different folks, but there are similar stories, and more energy is available to us to raise our vibration. We've noticed that we can connect with spirit faster and move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding. We're letting go of old ways of thinking and beliefs that do not serve us anymore, and we're asking different questions of ourselves and our world. For you mediums out there, this show's for you. So we're going to look for the call to service in a new way, with the other side ready to collaborate. And this can take the form of music, art, or some sort of design or public expression, and even a radio show. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are bigger, brighter waves to surf. So grab your board. Today we are talking to championship snowboarder Stevie Trolland, who's joining us in the surf to talk about mediumship. And when we say that word, we're talking about that spiritual space that we call the other side, or the other side of the veil. But basically, it's a spirit-to-spirit communication, and it's sacred space. We'll be talking about trance states, mental mediumship, physical mediumship, and trance medium healing. And those are a lot of words, but it's going to be great. So let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together, and we're going to share our stories. And in the broadcast, we talk about a couple of different places where you can find out more about mediumship. And you can find those places at Arthur Finley College in the UK at arthurfinleycollege.org. That's F-I-N-D-L-A-Y college.org in the UK. Or you can go to Kingswell's House in Aberdeen, Scotland. And it's kingswells-house-aberdeen.org.uk. So here we go. So welcome to Surf in the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Joining me in this theric studio today is Stevie Trolland. Stevie Trolland is from the UK, actually Scotland, and he's a championship snowboarder turned medium, and I got to meet him at Arthur Finley College of Psychic Science. So welcome, Stevie. Hello there. <laughs> so Nice to speak to you, too. And so over the last couple of years, you've just been building the power, building the energy, and you're working with folks, it sounds like, all over the UK right now in different settings. Yeah. You talk about building the power. I think it's just um, given the time to build the relationship with the spirit world, not always trying to contact them and try and look for what can be, but actually giving them the time uh, to, to blend with me, um, I think a lot of people try and look for a result straight away, in which I've done in the past as well, especially in the early stages. We need something to know we're going the right right direction. But I think now, I think the relationship with the spirit world is not always within the conversation of minds, like uh, get, asking questions and getting answers, but it's also within the blending uh, and giving them the time to have their say in what they want to do. So that's what I've been working on uh, this last while, just trying to give them the time, really. What is that like for you? What's it like for me? Yeah. Um, is it in a certain sort of... Uh, do they just sort of come to you whenever they feel like it? 
or or is it are you under certain conditions i know when i wash dishes that's that's kind of what's happening there yeah yeah sometimes um when i'm driving or when i've got my headphones on uh, when i've got my own time in my own space um i can't feel them close to me uh, and the conversations of mine can happen sometimes um, but really what I've been trying to do is set a designated time um, every week um, just for the development of whatever's to be to be because I think quite a lot of people including myself in the beginning um, always see as mediumship um, as mental mediumship as being able to contact the spirit world hear or feel or see what they're trying to say and then pass that across through the mind of the medium um, but if we look back to the history of spiritualism and uh, we see like the bang sisters um, where if, like, the, the uniqueness within each individual um, that could possibly that could be theirs um, I think sometimes with the way mediumship has been going today um, can be coloured. Um, if you think of the people just sit for mental mediumship, I believe that they can be limiting themselves for the possibilities what, for what could come. Um, they're not allowing the space in the mind uh, to allow the expression within themselves to develop. Where what, what I've been doing myself, I mean, uh, lately, um, is just sitting and expecting nothing, just uh, completely just concentrating on my, be- my breath um, uh-huh. and just asking the spirit world to join me um, for whatever's to happen to happen, whatever expression can, can happen to allow it to work in the way of the spirit world and just have patience in that sense. Um, because, I mean, they know us better than we know us. The physical part of us, the logical part, gets in the way sometimes, I believe, and that's the part that can be limiting us, where if we just allow them the time, because it works through our own spirit, quite a lot of it could be through our own spirit to start with as well, especially, which is like our our own relationship with that, um, with our own spirit, see that part that's connected to God or whatever, uh, that, it's got many names to it, you know, Um, but the way mediumship works, it's got to be through the spirit itself and not the spiritual so allowing that expression to surface in its own unique and individual way who knows what could happen and I think um, well it could take years yeah, but I'm willing to give it that time to see whatever's to happen is to happen but what I have noticed is my my mental mediumship and um, which mm-hmm. I was sitting for in the beginning that's that started to unfold um, a little bit stronger, a little bit more, like the conversations of minds have been a bit more uh, stronger to me, um, to, more acknowledgeable, I should say, uh, to me, when the, when the conversations of minds has happened, when I've just been sitting, just for that blending to take place, for whatever's to happen to happen, really. I think that's, that's really helped. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's amazing that we were in a class in 2007. Yeah. You know, mediumship was happening before 2007. (laughs) But for some reason, being able to, you know, interact with others that are in that same space of trying to figure it out for themselves somehow takes off a big limit right there. And then, you know, I, I agree with you that there's part of me that wants everything to happen really fast. And then... (laughs) 
there's other parts that when stuff starts to happen, you know, uh, no lights are flickering right now. But uh-huh. when I do talk to other other uh, mediums that are friends of mine, you know, I'll get all sorts of other things happening. And then I'll notice another limit get in there where it's like, no, no, okay, everybody stop. And it's like, wait, wait, <laughs> what happens after the light bulb does its thing? Like, what else happens? And so, you know, I've been working on, I guess, more of that. I don't even want to call it courage because that implies that it's like a mental thing, but Uh um, just sort of watching how my body's reacting and is that really true? And I think the other piece that a lot of folks out there are looking for is that you you want to connect to the other side. You want the relationship, but then it like starts to happen. You're like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. But are you really? Is that really what you're experiencing and I think sometimes we just don't exactly know and so I guess I'd love to know what sort of if you've noticed any new things happen with folks uh, when you're working in a group setting and sort of giving the message or a spirit comes through is there anything sort of new that's sort of popping out are people asking different questions or Um, I think since I think spiritualism again today well uh, here what i've i've um to me i i believe it's just very very early stages of happening again is um before when it was saying going back into to the, the pioneers and where, where everything was unique when i was talking about like the bang sisters where they could sit and there was no paints close by there was nothing there um no the set out was just a canvas um in front of an audience, and then um, just through the right conditions, through, say, through their mediumship, the spirit world would produce in front of everybody's eyes um, paintings of somebody's loved one in the spirit world. And the way they did this is everyone would get a, a ticket with a number on it, and they would just pick a random ticket out of the uh, out of the hat, and it would be matching somebody in the audience, and they don't have a clue who it is. And they just put their trust in the spirit world. The spirit world do their, do their work through their mediumship. And um, there was a, a really unique story um, which I, uh, I heard was um, where some guy, um, his family crossed over to the spirit world, his wife and his children. And um, he got a portrait of his wife and his children. And he was saying... That, um, you know, it's, that was really because he never had a, a proper photograph of them, and it was, it was something that was really close to his heart because he had that. And he thought, like, you know, I really wish I could have been able to grow up with them. And I've never had uh, a photo of all of us together. And they wrapped the painting up. And when he got home, he opened up the painting, and there was a picture of him in the he had been added to the painting. And then, oh my gosh! And then through life. As it progressed, the pictures of people and everyone in the painting grew older in the painting. And then this is something that's completely unique. And this is what I feel is we're lacking within the spiritual movement, is to find the uniqueness within every single person. And the spirit world know what we're capable of. If we give them the time, they've got to find their way uh, to us. And whatever can happen. It might be just mental mediumship, you know, but um, I think it's just try not to limit that place. And um, what I've, I just feel now is that in the early, early stages 
of instead of people trying to uh, one one uh, a, a really amazing medium teacher, a guy called Kim, Tim Abbott at the Arthur Finley College, something that stuck in my mind. He, he says to everybody, um, put your hands up if you want to be an ambassador for the spirit world. And like, I don't know, I think there was only about two people that never put their hands up in the whole class. And he stood up and he said, well, that's wrong. Because what we hope to achieve is to allow the spirit world to be ambassadors for themselves. Because if we are standing in the way of them, we are, it's like our perception of them rather than allowing them to have the voice for themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it it does. But I think it's, a, it's on the early stages um, where people are starting to recognize that the mental mediumship part isn't that isn't all there is to mediumship. There's so much more that can come from it that can be unique to every individual if we don't limit ourselves. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just reminding me of all the other things that have been uh, going on. That's, yeah. That's good. Which is great. You know, I, I think I think one of the things that um, doesn't get said a lot is the types of mediumship. And so mental mediumship is what I would sort of call more the psychic space. And yeah. that just was kind of how I started. But the healing piece, um, there's a whole element of healing with mediumship. And that's actually where I'm uh, gravitating towards. And I always have been, but it's been very slow. And so it's not that I, I can't find folks to work on. That That's easy. <laughs> but but um, taking the next steps there, it's like I'm very cautious. And it's part of that thing of, of limitation that you're not quite sure where it comes from, but you're I'm still working it. And then there's another piece called trance. And so yeah. maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Um, well, I could only speak from my experience um, from it. And I think, um, especially even myself just now, in, in the early, early, really early stages of, of allowing him to speak, only because that I don't want my mind to colour um, mm-hmm what expression is really happening and um, I, for, for the trance um, I as I say it's just the, the expression of the spirit world allowing them to come so much more closer to you um, allowing them the time and the space again for what expression could happen um, to allow it to happen you know because um, if you look at most physical mediums uh, or things that happen physically uh, and, and also in the pioneers of the past the most amazing mental mediums most of them were all trance mediums and to me that talks about the closeness and the blending within the spirit world the closeness of like the blending the uh, soul within a soul just just coming together as one um, and through the expression of the medium um, for the medium's mediumship to allow the, the spirit world to do the work. That's a beautiful guy and he's, he's quite young as well and now, even now, he's, he's uh, working at Arthur Finley College uh, also all over, all over the world really and um, he's a, a physical medium as well and just, uh, I don't know, it's just allowing itself to prove itself in its own way without allowing our minds to colour it. Um, I think that's the point I'm trying to get to. Um, I think 
quite a lot of it is if we can get, we can always sit by ourselves, uh, which is great, allowing them the time to come close to us as well. But sometimes it can take other individuals to sit for you, where they act basically as a battery of, of energy, where just the last little while I've been allowing my, well, I mean, I've been, um, I should say, been lucky enough to have my mum, uh, my good lady, uh, and another friend to sit for me, for my development, just to act as a, just to sit there for, like, a battery uh, to, mm-hmm. to give energy to me. And the complete, what a difference it is compared to sitting by yourself. I could sit for, like, an hour, an hour and a half, and then and it's, it's that part is um, where the the bridge is built between the two worlds, but then when the spirit worlds start to manifest um, uh, in the way they can with you, and I felt since I've had people sitting for me, uh, acting as a battery, they've been able to manifest themselves more um, with me, um, be more more um, present in this. This side, this side of life, I should say, uh, th- through my mind. Um, but I think so. So they, so it's like a circle. Mm-hmm. But the intent is for uh, mediumship development, and so I think what you're saying is that they're developing also in their own way, although their focus might be on your your development yeah. as far as bringing it out into the world and not every medium out there, uh, myself included, you know, we all have sort of pictures or energy or limitations about how yeah. far we can go. Uh-huh. And so you don't see me, uh, going back to Stansted yet. <laughs> 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 Cause it's like, I know, like I'll be asked or, you know, they're going to, they're going to tell me something. And, uh-huh. and so, so anyway, um, I believe it's like a circle and, uh, you're getting into that trance state and, and I guess um, there is a little bit of vulnerability that sort of comes up and then you kind of work through that. But yes. with a support network, it makes it a lot easier. And Definitely. I believe most most of the mediums had their own, the, the pioneers, like you uh-huh. call them, yeah. had their own circles. Yeah. Is that right? I'd imagine so. Yeah, if you look at, um, at Harry Edwards, um, he, was, he sat uh, in the... the circle, the physical mediumship circle of Jack Weber and um, through there like his healing must have developed as well so whoever sits um, for the medium they will develop themselves they will, uh, their, their mediumistic skills will start unfolding within themselves because they're sitting in that energy because I think the spirit world or what they're trying to do is to trying to blend all the energies into one so there's no there's not this world, there's not the other world, it's trying to become one. So where we can be together once more in whatever way, if it's a physical way or through through the mind of the medium, through trans mediumship, I think the ultimate goal is to have that oneness, that um, that bridge between the two worlds. And I think that's the development of a medium, is building that bridge to allow the spirit world to manifest in whichever way they can. Yeah, I've, there's always something, I think, quite a lot of people um, have got an ability to, everyone, I, think, I believe everyone's got the ability, but to some extent than others. And um, when I was at that time, uh, when I was snowboarding and stuff, I know there was something in there, that I know there was something there, um, 
to express itself to come out, but I wasn't quite sure in how to uh, explain it or put it across or whatever. It's only since I started, well, when I first met you as well and went to Stansted, is um, where I started realising that we're, because we're in that energy within that, with that, that beautiful building, within that place, it's quite hard not to let things unfold. I think the the things that happen to you are more acknowledgeable and more powerful and stronger because there's a bigger energy and power there. And um, in the beginning, it's not so much as knowledgeable to the mind. So it's only since I started going there in the beginning is um, I started realising that things that happened in the past wasn't my imagination. And that's when I've, I've started to... There's, for one incident... Um, there was um, just because I, I got into into this because of the a lot of people get into it into spiritualism in some sort of way uh, through going through a rough time a hard time like the passing of somebody. Or, yeah, there's a trauma element that I'm yeah. not quite sure we yeah. all have to do that. But. Yeah, but you also get people that are just naturally sensitive and they need to find out what's happening or what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. Basically, find out more about it, and that's where. I think to me, so many people find that piece at the the, the college um, and finding like good logical explanations for it, you know. And um, at that time, um, this is before I went to the college. Um, there was after my brother passed to the spirit world, and that's when I was going through a little bit of a rough time, you know. Mm-hmm. I just started learning to meditate, and um, things started happening a bit more more naturally by. Um, focus my awareness away from the random thoughts caused by the brain and therefore being more influenced by the inner stillness and that's basically where the spirit world will speak through, uh, to us and then uh, on the paper one day, the newspaper um, uh, there's a thing saying like there's mediums um, at this, this small hall uh, it's quite close to me so uh, I went to go I went, went there but before I went I sat for like an hour uh, just sitting meditating for an hour and, and I went there and then the medium um, that was working at the time he was walking across the stage and he looked at me and um, he started like in my mind I saw granny uh, written in purple in my mind you know and I just mm-hmm. felt this, this this like a fuzzy feeling coming from behind me uh, like the back of my head down my neck and saying this, this, this energy just, I don't like to call spirit people an energy because they're, they're real people but that, that's the way I felt it at the time and then um, the medium started waving at me and it was like he's waving through me you know and I'm like I'm, I'm sitting waving at him and I'm looking behind me to see if he's looking waving at anyone behind me kind of thing you know because there was people sitting behind me too and then um, That was it basically, and then later on uh, they stopped for their tea break, and I went up to go and speak to him because I was really intrigued, like um, about just how it was working, how mediumship worked, and stuff. That I was really interested in it, um, and how he was translating things he was getting and stuff. You know, I was just maybe really interested. And then when I went to go and speak to him, he says, "I was waving at your granny. He was standing behind you, um, behind me." he was, mm-hmm. he was standing waving at her, so to me that was like, you know, it's, things were getting proven to me in, in such a way. And then I went home to, and told my mum about it and she said, uh, well, basically my, my grand's, um, her favourite colour was purple because it was written in purple. She was obsessed with the colour purple. And I didn't know nothing, I didn't know nothing about this to, to start with. But in the beginning, 
when you see that quick, um, just a, it's really such a, a quick imagery of like a granny written up or just through a feeling or something like that, it's, it's quite hard to acknowledge it because we always, the logical part of us, the physical part of us wants more to confirm it. And through, just through my development, there's so much that's been confirmed in so many different ways um, that they're, they're there and just told me that the things that happened in the past wasn't my imagination. It's amazing that I thought that there was a difference between this imagination that we call it and uh-huh. the rest of my psychic mediumship life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really all this this beautiful world that we get access to. And, you know, it's interesting that through humans developing on the planet, we got to this point where it all has to be separate and they have to be on the other side or they have to be in the spirit world. Like, it's really that different. And, I mean, we all seem to hang out in a universe where there's planets and stars and stuff that go around the Earth. So we can't really be that separate. It's just... I think um, well, science has has proven that um, a rock isn't just a rock. It's energy vibrating. And science has also proven that um, energy cannot die. It can only change its form. So if we look at the physical part of us, that's um, everything we see, touch, our eyes, everything is vibrating at the vibratory rate of matter. So that's how we can see it. Even our eyes are vibrating at the vibratory rate of matter. That's how we can see things. We're only seeing things at a certain vibration. Um, and when we let go of the physical part of us, it's just a change of consciousness. It's a change of... Um, we let go of that physical part of us. It's a slower vibration. Therefore, becoming into a higher, faster vibration. And that's only, the only difference is between us. It's why it's invisible to our, our physical eye. It's because it's vibrating at a different different rate of matter. So uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a change of consciousness, a change of awareness. So we get um, say a lot of people. Well, I don't know, um, probably yourself as well. When you're you're giving a message um, to to certain people from the spirit world, and quite a lot of people have passed the spirit world and not so good terms, if you know what I mean, like, um, like yeah. they didn't make it there to say cheerio or something like that, or they were, um, they didn't get along with one another uh, before the like before the person passed the spirit world or something like that, but always, always the spirit people have always come back to say, like, here, I'm sorry, or I know you were trying to get there, you didn't make it, but I was there with you kind of thing, because I'm aware of this, when the, we're, we're, we're restricted with the brain and the the emotions, all the physical part of us. So when we let go of that, our awareness changes as a change of consciousness to a higher, faster um, state of mind. It's, you become more aware of of so much more, um, should I say. So you let go of all that things that um, should I say. I wouldn't don't want to say it. Don't don't mean so much. Because they do to the people here and they do to the people in the spirit world, but what they want to do is come back and fix that part because they are aware of it. Their awareness has become so much more than what we're aware of here in the in the physical body. That's what I want to say. Yeah. 
So I think what's interesting is that there there is a reconciliation between kind of what their life was like here, our judgment of that, their interaction with us, where we're hurt by them or whatever. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and I'm just saying that lightly because there are folks who have gone through really wild stuff and yeah. uh, you have to sort of figure it out and it's hard. But um, when they are on the other side, there is this period of where there is a connection to their higher self, yeah. the person who's passed on. And it's like, you realize, wow, this really is a really big world <laughs> of physical and spiritual. And it's really all this one giant thing. And so I'm really, really grateful for that. What about the the medium who may not be calling themselves a medium yet that is just starting out? What would you recommend? To someone that's uh, just in the early stages of development. Yeah, yeah. And maybe say, don't even know it yet. <laughs> I would say, even if you have had things that have been happening to you, things you're, you can't describe, um, find knowledge um, through the, the correct books. Um, um, or I say from the correct sources, just watch who your teachers are, I should say. Um, you want things put across to you quite in a logical manner, so it really makes sense. But I think the most, the biggest thing is not to rush it, because even in yeah. the early stages, even in the early stages, um, through my development as well, I just see them up there, but it's, it's not because you just want to get up there and give a message and be a medium, it's because you're feeling that love. <clears throat> you're feeling that love uh, connection between the spirit people and the, the people in the audience, and we get captured by that, and we thought, it's, it's something that's deep inside us and a yearning that wants to get out and be able to do that. And I think that's a good part of your development um, as it stands. If you can get that yearning, that part that wants to come out, it's given it that time to come out and prove itself to you in its own way without you trying to make sense of it to start with. Because if we try and make sense um, of what's happening straight away, um, we can end up colouring it and, and end up uh, making it something that it's not. So it's allowing itself to prove itself to you in its own way, um, maybe through through the, the mediumship of others. Or just like when I, when I had that, when I, that little story I said earlier on, when I, I got the uh, message from the, from the medium, he was standing waving at me. And, um, yeah. and just before I saw Granny, just how things... Um, prove itself to you and if you set the intent there um, and have that in your heart to be able to just set in that intent, have it in your heart that this is what you want to do um, it's not to take over your life or any kind of thing like that, it's just giving it the time, giving that inner yearning to come out and express itself in its own way um, that allow it to prove itself to you in its own way, basically that's it, without trying to make sense of it yourself to start with, allowing it to prove itself to you uh, as it unfolds, and it takes time. Um, I, I know in the beginning, when I, when I started off, see, see some of the experiences I had in the beginning, I'm like, God, mate, if I could have that every single time I was given a message, or every single time, um, it would be amazing, because um, in the beginning it's it's so much more stronger, it's a stronger sometimes it can be a stronger for me, every every 
person's different in their own development, in their own unique way. It's like I said earlier on about the bank systems and all that kind of stuff. That everyone's everyone's unique to themselves, and how it, that's uh, and that's another reason why to allow it to prove itself to you rather than you or other people trying to tell you how it's supposed to be kind of thing. You know, it's got to prove itself. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get to the point that I was trying to get and I've forgotten what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think the, I think you said it. I think it's about a love at the, at the real deep part of mediumship. And it's, it's the, medium getting to that state of love and sharing and understanding and the spirit world is always in that space now uh, because they're not encumbered by what we experience here in everyday life and I I think that's one of the things that uh, I think you've been really open about in your practice is, is that there's this love vibration that everyone can get to really quite easily and they yeah. just sort of have to let it happen. Yeah, and but finding the the correct people um, to sit with, the, the correct a good a good circle, a good home circle, or through a a, a spiritual church, or even just to say or home circle, but having good people to sit with you, where where no one wants to um, be better than anyone else or any kind of thing like that. So everyone has to wish upon everyone else that's there um, the very best. So if you, if you, one, that's one good thing that Scott Milligan says. Um, if you go into the seance room, um, wish for the person next to you to get a message. And it's, there's someone else wishing for you to get a message. And what happens there is you create a harmony within the room. And it's within that harmony that's the most important thing. Because if you look at, say, the early earlier days again, um, the the most powerful circles were home family circles because there was there's that unconditional love it's a love without having to think love that's already there that harmony is already there um created between everyone like the the fam because it's a family circle you know that's i'm quite lucky to have my mum sitting for me as well and my good mm-hmm. lady because there's already a beautiful harmony that's been created um on an energetic level as well and I think that's the most important thing is the harmony, keeping the, getting the correct people to sit with you. Um, if it's completely for your development or someone else's development, um, there, there's so many different ways of, um, should I say, different circles um, that I've been to in the past where you can go to a circle and um, people would stand up like they would go through a little meditation kind of thing and that's the good thing about everyone going through the same meditation because they're creating a harmony within the room um, mm-hmm. to say sitting in the power I should say building that power get, get in touch with your spirit self um, because that's where the spirit would work through is your spirit self and creating that harmony within the room and some circles I've been to is where people can stand up and each like as soon as they feel they've got something to stand up uh, say what they're feeling um, it doesn't have to be say like I've got your grandmother here um, she, her bank account number is this she had this many Rice Krispies for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get things so specific it's just standing up and just expressing what you're feeling I'm starting to feel a little bit fuzzy around the head I'm starting to feel a warm feeling and things. And through you talking 
talking about that and allowing releasing that, I think the blending can become closer and become stronger, and then whatever's to follow can follow. But like the spirit person um, to have their say through you, basically, um, or the other circle of is um, having people to sit specifically for you, with for your development on one specific night, and then maybe for someone else, one specific, another specific person on a, on a different night, kind of thing. So all we're doing is sending our energy to that one person to allow the spirit world to manifest through the mediumship of that person, whatever way they can, uh, without putting limits on it. Um, so it's yeah. like I think the difference is there is like there's a one that's um, standing up being a mental medium and one where we're just allowing the free will of the spirit world to express what they can through us I think that's I think both are both are quite important really um, through through the development that's been important to me anyway that's what I've realised um, for myself well thanks so much oh thank you thank you it's nice to speak to you again Thank you for surfing the psychic waves with us today. You can find out more about me at christywalsh.com. You can find out more about Arthur Finley College at arthurfinleycollege.org in the UK. Or you can check out Kingswell's House in Aberdeen, Scotland. kingswells-house-aberdeen.org.uk And you can always find Stevie Trolland on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>